Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And with us, we have special guest from Stolen Droids Podcast, Colin, Colin Farmer. What's hey, up, Colin. Bro? Who's that Welcome handsome to the devil? show. Aww. Aww. This beautiful face right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he likes to come on our show, because they're not as nice to him over at Stolen Droids. We don't call oh, him man. handsome devil. Although they've stopped killing you off, I hear. Yeah, it's so weird. I wonder who made that happen. <laughs> like someone broke tradition or something. Yeah, Jake, weird. I love your shirt. Thank you. I wore it. It says that's fair. I can't. It's hard because the, the screen that <laughs> the I see is opposite of how I feel like I'm moving. And so it's mirrored and it just anyway. Uh, so that was the awkward moving around, and I should have just left it alone. It says that's fair, just so you guys know. I mean, you're in a lake, so that's that's got to be. Yeah. Not, I'm not just at any lake. I am visiting one of my favorite lakes in New Hampshire, Lake Winnipesaukee, here behind me. These these are the uh, little piers at Lake Winnipesaukee. How do you spell that? Uh, w i n n i. Uh, P A USA is USA. Yeah, USA. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know. Even after watching the movie, visiting, but, um, well, the the joys nice. of, and of course we are today talking about what about Bob? As you can see, Tracy is in as Bob. I'm in as what about Jake? That's what we're talking about today. One of my favorite <laughs> vacation movies, uh, and it's perfect for a holiday weekend. Even though they're going. And what about Bob? It's over Labor Day. This one is over, and right yeah. now it's Memorial Day. But yeah, it's it's all the same, yeah. right? You know, a lot of times yeah. we mix them up. We'll be like, "Oh, it's Labor Day coming up, and it's Memorial Day, and vice versa." Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, as long as you don't, you know, go to different celebrations. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about what about what about Bob, um, which is a classic. Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfus were the two main characters in it, uh, Bob Wiley and Leo Marvin. Uh, and I was reading as I was getting <laughs> ready for the show. What's that, Tracy? Dr. Leo Marvin. Yeah. Yes. Well, right. first, he's just Leo. I love I love it to see where he's like, Dr. Marvin, please don't call me Leo. But you told me in your office. Yes, that's in my office. But here at home, <laughs> at my home, call me, call me Dr. Dr. Marvin. <laughs> when I'm wearing a pink shirt... I would mm-hmm. like you to call me Miss Val. Ms. Any Val. other day, just call Ms. me Val. Okay. Oh. Just kidding. Don't ever so call then, me Miss Val. Don't ever call me Miss Val. I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to be in charge of anything. And I feel like that means I'm in charge of something. Well, um, hey, before it, we get into yes, what yes. about Bob, can I tell you that next week on our show, I'm actually going to have a movie review of a new movie that's what? coming out. What? The Vast of Night. I went okay. and saw The Vast of Night at the drive-in movie theater. And I can actually give you a movie review before the beginning of our show next week, because it's on Whoa. Amazon on the 29th. Exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's, nice it's been a while since you've been able to do a review. It, it has been a while. And I have to say that I posted a picture of a poster on our Facebook page for anybody to see if they saw something different about this movie poster. Cause I'll post movie posters of movies that are coming out and nobody could tell me what like the difference I, of it or the I interesting thing of it was. Tell. If you yeah, click I... on it, it says in theaters, it says in theaters. Uh... August. 
Gotcha. So they're actually starting to plan and like putting it in, you know, instead of just in an email, it might be happening. They actually sent me <laughs> that poster. Yeah, they're planning on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen the new trailer for Tenet? I actually have Nolan a film? whole media package. I have a whole media package for that. So I can post um, some media clips too on our oh, Facebook nice. page. So because they yeah, I'm excited right in the trailer, right in the trailer in theaters. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think it's, I think we're seeing more and more things opening up and I think we're anyway, I don't know. We're not going to talk about the whole situation necessarily, but yes, it's exciting that it looks like movies may be back in the theaters uh, in some form or fashion and whatever that looks like. I I will be there to see movies for sure. Mask on, mask off, whatever. Well, probably mask on, but <laughs> mask on, mask yeah, on, mask on. Yeah. Right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there. You don't need it on. Oh right yeah. Now. Right. When we go, is that one? That, that's one that Mrs. Jake made, we right? Go. Yeah, Erica we go. made it. Yeah. Um, uh, Doctor Who. Well, Erica or Mrs. Jake. Um, yeah. Yeah, but Mrs. she's her own person. She's totally Erica. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like he's Mr. Erica. I don't yeah, think that's probably better. There you go, that's better. I yeah, think that's he's Mr. Better. Erica. Let's that's, get things right better. here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's awesome. One of my anyway. I'm gonna start calling you Mr. Erica. <laughs> I love it. I, I would, I, I mean, I would be proud to be Mr. Erica, to be honest. So, um, Mr. Erica, Mr. Yeah. Erica. <laughs> so, Colin, welcome he to the show. Even know my where friend. to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to switch lanes here and welcome Colin again to the show. <laughs> that was a very smooth I think I thought segue, we already welcomed Colin. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it again, apparently. Oh, it was very and thanks cool. to everybody who's joining us on Facebook too. We've got a few viewers, and we appreciate that. So. Hi, everybody. Um, Colin, who do you feel like from What About Bob that you most likely respond to, like character wise? Would you say that you're the Doctor? Would you say that you're Bob? Would you say that maybe you're the wife character? Um, like, who do you think that? That's a tough one. I think I think I would more relate to the daughter. Oh, okay. Um mainly because, you know, I'm I'm still I still get those anxieties around certain individuals still trying to figure out, you know, me and and kind of my direction and and um, you know, dealing with, you know, other family things and and struggles within that and so I'd, I'd say it kind of re- relate more okay. to at this current state. Nice. What about you, Val? Um, that's a hard one because, like, I, I, I don't. I think I like being outside of this story. <laughs> 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 like I like watching it. Like I know the son, the son is super sensitive. The, you know, the daughter kind of tries to bring them together. The mom is like, Oh, come on. Everything's happy all the time. Let's just have a good time here. You know, I, and then Richard Dreyfus is 
I mean, amazing. This, I think this is one of my favorite roles of his, mm-hmm. um, being the doctor because he's just so, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit him cause he's a little bit into himself and we all know. <laughs> <laughs> it's unspoken. I have nothing. I'm not adding. I'm not saying anything. Pleading the fifth on that one. Just gonna let it go. But I feel, you the hook. I feel like the reason why I loved the reason why I love this movie so much is because you can kind of see yourself in every character. Mm-hmm. We've all had like those moments where we have just just idiot blind to the world and we're just like everything's good and you know and then we've had those moments like where we have a path and we want everyone to follow that path and you have to listen to us you know I think we've all we kind of all kind of have traveled through each of these characters during different times of our lives I don't know that I could be around his wife on a daily basis without (laughs) medication (laughs) Um, she's one of my favorite characters but yeah I remember watching the movie as a kid and thinking that uh, Dr. Marvin was really kind of a jerk. I mean, to his kids (laughs) and still kind of is. Yeah. And he totally is. I'm not saying he's not, but like I have a different sympathy and understanding for him now as a parent and having gone on vacation with my kids and like how stressful that can be. Uh, and, and even just in life, like when I have something hanging over my head, I think I react very similar, uh, to Dr. Marvin, as far as it stresses me out and I know that I've got to do it and I've got to get through it. But until then I am not fun to be around and my wife will call me out on it all the time and be like, all right, why don't you take a few minutes? Because she knows what's really bothering me and it's not necessarily the kids, but the kids are kind of just, you know, in the way at that point and it, which is awful. It's I'm not saying it's okay and I need to do better, but I can, I, I have a different sympathy feel for that him. way. Yeah. And we agree. You can be a fun sucker, Jake, but I think the time, you know, when you take a time out, when you step aside and you take you've never sucked any fun out of my life. It's always been a hoot every time we're together. But well, like thanks, with well. but I think but I think with kids, it's definitely yes. that thing is like you have in your mind what you want the day to look like or what you want right. the vacation to look like. And then you throw kids in there and you throw a yep. wife or a husband in there. And then here comes this guy that just without even trying is like the fun of the party. When you, the parent that put the vacation together want to be the fun. And here comes this person that just reeks of fun, no matter what they do and is messing up your whole plan. Ah, Yeah. Well, and, and I think even aside from that, I mean, it was really, really inappropriate for Bob, who's his patient, to be up at his vacation home and to go through all those efforts to get there, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's to an extreme. But I get that. Like when I'm on vacation or I'm off work, I don't want to do anything related to work. I just don't like I want to leave work at the door and I want to be home. And I think it, in that situation for Dr. Marvin, there's Bob the whole time who is just a constant reminder that this is work and it's his patient and he just wants to be on vacation and he wants to be with his family. But Bob's there constantly. Yeah. I mean, oh, I love the scene where he, he, he throws him out of the house and they're like, why'd you, why'd you make Bob leave? He's like, you think he's gone? He's not gone. And he opens the door. He's and, never he's, gone. and he, Is this a new uh-huh. therapy? Like what's going on? <laughs> 
<laughs> this movie is just so quotable. It, it came out in 1991. I was 16. Um, we went and saw it in the theater, and then we just fell in love with it. We rented it, um, ended up buying a copy when it was available, wore that copy out. I mean, and, and watching it again last night just brought back so many memories. We used to just quote it all the time as my family. There's so many great lines in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, a ton of great lines. Baby steps is one of my favorite things. I'll I feel good. It's all the time. I feel great. I feel, I feel wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> there I'm are a lot feeling. of times in my life in the past couple of years where I'm like, baby steps, baby steps, <laughs> yep. baby steps, like just breathe it in and baby steps. Don't think about everything that you, I'm good. I'm great. I'm, great. I'm fine. Like, I think we've all had those moments that he has had, like I said, in our lives, you know, like last year was one of those moments for me where I was just like, okay, just what would Bob do? <laughs> Be Bob. What would, what would he do in this instance, you know, and you, and it's just fun. I mean, it is like one of the most, and I, I think when I rewatched it again, cause you know, some of the movies that we talk about, they just don't last Hold you know up. what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. hold up. And mm-hmm. I feel like this movie holds up. Like there are a couple things with like some of the outfits, but I mean, I think that's just also just rich area. People still wear those clothes. Like I've oh, seen yeah. people wear those clothes now. So, but for me, it it holds up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There are some that definitely, like you said, you've got kind of this nostalgic shine to it and you're like, oh, it was so great. And then you watch it later and you're like, wow, what was I what was I thinking? That's yeah, terrible. Like, this isn't as good this as I remember it being. Yeah, yeah, this one definitely does. Uh, and I, I agree with that. And um, and the chemistry between Bob and Leo Marvin, between Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfus, I think it's something needs to be talked about because apparently behind the scenes, they couldn't stand <laughs> each other. Like, really? They did not get but along on real. set really? at all. And so like there are multiple then. interviews. For some great method acting. Yeah. And and like Bill Murray, he's kind of said, well, yeah, I mean, I, I want to try to get the best out of people that I perform with. And so I was really just trying to annoy Richard Dreyfus and ah, like, there's a little bit of, okay, but he said, but I never took it too far, but I guess like they really didn't get along. Like there was a one point where there was an altercation almost to the point of like a fist fight between the two of them. Whoa. So and that's out there. They've both said it. We didn't get along on set. It was not a pleasant experience. But when it comes out on film, like it looks it works. incredible and it works really, really well. Well, and you know, because, and now that you go ahead, I was going to say it's because I think really at the end, Richard Dreyfus was ready to strap some explosives to Bill Murray and leave him out in the woods to die. <laughs> so. Well, I was going to say, knowing what I know about Bill Murray and then knowing what I know about Richard Dreyfus, what you say makes sense. Dreyfus was a was a theater actor. Mm-hmm. He's very driven. He's very specific. And I could see somebody like Bill Murray goofing off on set or goofing off in, in between takes or even improvising some lines that might, might upset him or, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. 
I mean, I think they definitely are their characters in a way, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, where Richard Dreyfuss is very much, he likes things this way. And he's done a lot of movies that are like that. He very rarely does movies where his character is out of control. If you think of right. the other movies that he's done. Um, but Mil- Bill Murray has done everything from total ridiculousness <laughs> to mm-hmm. like really serious. So, you know, yeah. he's, he kind of has done the gamut. Um, but like, yeah, Bill Murray, not improvising. That's yeah. what he does. It's not that's, gonna what happen. He's good at. Like, yeah. that's why we love him. For yeah. Sure. So, I mean, if he didn't, if, well, yeah, if it's, Dreyfus it's, didn't uh, know what he was getting into. It's interesting into. to read that and to know that they really, just didn't get along uh, and it does come through. And this was directed by Yoda. I don't know if you guys realize that. Yep. I didn't yep. really think about it until I was watching it last night. I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that, that Frank Oz directed the this. great Frank Oz. And I he also I don't did. Know, I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what other movies he directed, but this was one that I think just worked really, really well. And I don't know. Uh, well, of course he's done a lot he, of other was, comedies. A part of the Muppet movie, Muppets take Manhattan, little shop of horrors. Uh, he was uh, in Knives Out. Uh, he was in the Empire Strikes Back, of course, as Yoda. Um, one of my favorite heist movies, The Score, with Robert mm-hmm. De Niro. I love and the score. We should talk about that one one of these days. Edward Norton. That's a that's a good movie. I love um, heist movies. I do love too. Them. Oh, he directed Bowfinger. Oh, Bowfinger oh, is one I of the funniest movies that. ever. <laughs> So <laughs> Whole finger is so great. Purple rain. Uh, I mean, uh, heavy rain. Uh, dirty like rain. Scoundrels. rain. Sorry. Whoa. Dirty, dirty <laughs> rotten yeah, scoundrels. <laughs> I know. I would dirty have never rotten. seen purple rain coming as a Frank Oz directed <laughs> film. Uh, House sitter with uh, Steve oh Martin and Golden Horn. Yeah, I love uh, that show. I don't know if that that one might be one that doesn't hold up. Like I go back and watch it, and yeah, I was like, right. I used to watch this all the time, and now I'm like, uh, what? what was uh, I thinking, yeah, Trading Places. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So okay. I mean, he's done. A so he's lot. done quite a yeah. few. Mm-hmm. Great comedic uh, director, uh, but yes. I, I love when the score where it's it's very serious and very. That's a good heist movie. Yeah. I thought you were talking for a minute about the score to this film. I'm like, yeah, I guess the music oh. was pretty good. I didn't really. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It was. It was good because there are so many parts when, like, I when they're in the hospital, in the facility. Um, I remember that music specifically because it makes you feel like instead of being trapped up because Bob's there, it's kind of this little whimsical. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, thing. like I remember that scene music specifically. Um, mm-hmm. It totally music took me when, back. Yeah, there, it was very precise. It, you know, it had it brought you to the next moment. It wasn't overwhelming, but mm-hmm. I do remember there were a couple of times, and when he's teaching him how to swim, that music um, was a part of like my favorite. But that and the music that was when they're actually in um, the facility. I don't know. I mean, is it the the mental the, the asylum? The, yeah, <laughs> asylum. <laughs> yeah. The mental health facility. Yeah, yeah. You know, the one I he tries to get him. PC. Yeah, I, I don't I know. I can't keep him for more than twenty four hours. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and then she calls him right back. Like, look, it's going to be embarrassing if I try to commit him because he's fine. I love how manic it just ramps up. 
the love love mania with Dr. Marvin. It just keeps uh, getting higher and higher. Well, and then one of my favorite jokes is that they say at the end, well, can't get any worse than this. And then we cut to Bill Murray getting married. And and, and he can't quite get out of his catatonic state in time to say no, Uh you know, he's sitting there grunting (laughs) until I now pronounce you man and wife. No. (laughs) So it's interesting that you bring that up because on the one hand, that's exactly right. We can see that, that mania um, with Dr. Marvin ramping up throughout the film. And then we're seeing the opposite with Bob, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the very beginning, it is very clear that he's cuckoo and cuckoo's not the right word. It's very clear that he has problems. I'm sorry. He cuckoo is issues. absolutely not the right word, but he has he definitely some issues. He can't read the room. He can't read the room. Yep. Like yep. He, yeah. he, I think that's what it is, is like, he, you know, he's very, yeah, he can't read the room at all. Well, and and he's obvious. He's like agoraphobic. He can't go outside. Like it's hard for him to do that. He works at home at a time when like nobody really worked from home. Now everybody <laughs> works from home. It's, what's the big deal? But um, and then he, you know, obviously he's got a lot of problems and struggles that he's trying to get through mental health wise. But then toward the end, he does come across as much more normal while Doctor Marvin is getting experiencing his own struggles and having his own issues. Uh, he basically and, sucked the sanity out of the doctor. He sucked yeah. the sanity he's out a of sanity him. Sucker. They, switched, they switched places. Like, you're the fun sucker. He's the sanity sucker. Yes. It's yeah. perfect. Like Freaky he's, Friday. He's, he's, like a, he's like a sanity vampire. <laughs> like an energy way, vampire, but a sanity go watch, vampire. Watch what we do in the shadows. Okay. <laughs> But but it's true, you see, I mean, because at the beginning, let's think about how extreme he went to to find Dr. Marvin after he left on vacation. Oh like Betty. when he calls the answering service the first time, he's like, I can't give you that number, Bob. I know. But can't you connect me because this is an emergency, whatever. And then he shows up <laughs> at the answering service pretending to be a cop saying that Bob had killed himself. Like it just the, all the steps that he takes to. And each time, like, Dr. Marvin has these levels of defense, like, he's got the answering service that's supposed to kind of buffer him from getting the phone calls. Mm-hmm. And then he's got, like, he doesn't know where his address is. All he's got, all they have is a P.O. box. He hires a lady of the evening to pretend to be Dr. Marvin's sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love how every time when he answers, he's like, don't be mad, Dr. Marvin. It's but like, you, obviously, <laughs> he knows he stepped over. But Oh, for sure. It's 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 crazy the amount well, I, of effort that I, it goes to. I love the scene that you were talking about when he's calling the answering service because she's like, I can't do that. And he turns his head and you can see this anguish on his face. And then he comes back and he's like, Oh, I know. <laughs> so it's like he's like know, getting Betty. it out yeah, so that he can talk to Betty. He's taking a moment. He's taking a moment. I, <laughs> I can't help but um take this movie and kind of relate it to as good as it gets because um okay. when when you look at Jack Nicholson's character is very this it's almost the same as Bill Murray's character here, but it, they go two drastically different situations, although they have all the same problems. Um, and so it's interesting to have two of similar characters that can't read the room, that can't go outside, that have all these problems that need to have what they need to have right now. 
And one of them is very angry about what they need to have right now in this mental state. And the other one just wants to be happy and make everyone happy. But at the same time, he's ruining everything. They're both ruining everything. But mm-hmm. one's very angry and one's very happy or nervous or whatever the heck he is. Um, but when you describe the characters outside of the movies, they're almost the same character. But then you mm-hmm. put them inside their movie and they're two just totally different movies. Mm-hmm. One has a dog. One has a goldfish. Gil. Gil the goldfish. <laughs> oh, Gil. I love As Good As It Gets. That's one that we should talk about on the show sometime. That's a really good movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. What'd you say, Colin? Uh, Would you like me to hold your fish? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, he's been in here for five hours. We need to give me a bowl. Give me a bowl. (laughs) I I love, I mean, there's just so many scenes that are so quotable. I love when he tells him to take a vacation from his problems. He's like, a vacation from my problems. So then he shows up at his house again the next morning. He's like, oh, no, this isn't a patient visit. This is a vacation visit. I'm just a friend, a neighbor down the road. Here's some flowers for your wife. And it's like he does not. Like you said, Val, he doesn't read the room. He doesn't get it at all. And he keeps stepping over these bounds. Oh, and how great are the Gundersons? Or the Gutmans? Is it Gutmans or Gutmans? Excuse me, the Gutmans, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> she never, never says that. <laughs> and then when the house is burning, they're like, burn! burn! I think I'm those guys. That's the, the, I think I'm those guys. Yeah, just that's watching who, it that's all. That's who I really apart. You don't mm-hmm. need to talk to him on the phone. I'll drive you to his house. Oh, we'll oh I know right where he lives. <laughs> really? Sure. <laughs> yes, I. They are so eating popcorn perfect. while they ruin his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you later, Bobby. Literally just watching his life burn. Yep. Yep. I had every oh right to God. buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different elements like that in oh this movie gosh. that that they thought of. You know, like he can't just be like this curmudgeon which he totally is but his neighbors hate him mm-hmm. you know and his family just puts up with him and his wife is definitely on like seven different kinds of medication mm-hmm. and like not <laughs> well, that there's anything like- wrong with that but that's that's where she's at in her life or she either- could just be from like one of the dakotas because they're really happy yeah all the time <laughs> and then and then you've got his son who's struggling with his fixation on death Sorry, Tracy, we keep cutting you off. No, you're fine. You're fine. I was going to say, both Bob and Dr. Marvin, with a different actor, could have been gone off the rails and you'd hate that character. Like, Mm -hmm. both of them are right on the edge of being like, oh my gosh, knock it off. And instead, both of them just tread that line just beautifully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And I know um, one of the actors that they were considering, I think, in the movie uh, was Patrick Stewart to play Mm -hmm. Dr. Marvin. And it would have been a very different Whoa, movie. That's because, weird. Yeah, I don't know that it would have worked, really. I mean, Patrick Stewart's brilliant. I think he can play whatever. Sure. But yeah, I think but Richard Dreyfus just has that, that obsessiveness. He's got a little bit better comic He's a little bit too. more high-strung. Like, it just well, works. I also yeah. think that you want to like Patrick Stewart. Like, regardless right. of the role that he's in, right. like, 
even if he's annoying, he's still re- he's Patrick Stewart, right? But when you get right. R- Richard Dreyfus, he is like this nice guy, and you want to like him, but at the same time, because of what he looks like and kind of who he is, you're kind of like, oh, do I like him? I don't know. He's really being a jerk. I don't know that I could look at Patrick Stewart in the face and say you're kind of being a jerk. I would still mm-hmm. whatever nonsense is coming out of his British mouth, I'd be like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yep, you're like, let's. I'm ready to follow you to war with the Borg. Like, just no problem. Me. Yeah, just sign me, me up. I'm ready to go. Do. Yeah, and Richard <laughs> Dreyfus, I think you're right. I think just naturally, um, he the way he plays his characters, it is a much more easier. It's just not. Yeah, it's a little more of an edge. Yeah, I mean, even like you look at some of his yeah. early work, like Jaws. He's he's one of the least likable characters in Jaws, and he's not supposed well, to no, be. I was going to bring that a bad up, guy. I want to bring up Jaws at any time when he got on the boat, was anyone else hoping that somewhere there would be a shark? I would, I just, every time I watch it, I'm just hoping that there's going to be a shark reference when he gets on the boat. Come We're, on. Like even in the background, no, 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 no. Like just right there. Just look at behind the Jake. Back. Just look behind Jake. Just yeah, the there's, back. A there's, little there's shark. A little shark back. Yeah. It'd be perfect. <laughs> Pulling a dinghy, you know. Or, or if they- <laughs> Maybe Bob's on the dinghy. Come on, people. Come it on. would work. Or at some point, if they could have said something about needing a bigger boat or something, some kind yeah. of right? Yep. It's a very good point. I hope every time that um, it never happens, but I hope. Well, he's his character is even kind of a jerk. Do you remember the movie? This is a little bit obscure. The Goodbye Girl. That he yes. Yes. Where he's the out of, out of work actor. I haven't seen that movie forever. Neil Simon, yeah, and he plays this this out of work actor who his uh, his friend or something had left him an apartment, and then it turns out that the the friend's girlfriend is still living there with her daughter, and he's trying to make it work, and he's great in that one too. But yeah, yes, I, I love like him in Dogs. I'm a big right. Richard Dreyfus fan. I've heard but, in real life he's kind of a not so great person. Yeah, I, I, I like his he, acting. I just think that he's serious. And I think yeah. people that are a little more serious in their demeanor, people automatically think that they're dicks, but they're not. They're just a little more serious. You know, they might be mm-hmm. fun suckers, but it's not that they're mean or anything. No. And I think that that's it. Exactly. I, like this is a different no, I, role for him. He doesn't play a lot of. What's that, Tracy? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought I heard somebody say something. I don't know. But I, I I think that typically he's not going to be in a slapstick type comedy like this. And so it's a little bit different for him um, because he is typically in a more serious role and he takes his acting very seriously. But even even in like Mr. Holland's opus where you're, you know, you love the guy. There are moments where I'm like, I just really don't like him. <laughs> you want to shake him. You yeah. want to shake him and be like, this is your kid. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I have not seen Mr. Holland's opus on purpose for about 13 years. It's so. been a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I love don't that know movie. How, he was. He I don't was know how well it up. I don't know. We might have to do it on the show and see. But I have not watched it for a oh long time. Oh my gosh, I forgot he was in Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> wow, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I have to watch that now just because. 
just to see. Oh, and he was in it. and Stakeout. He was pretty funny yep. in Stakeout. Stakeout okay. was good. Yeah. So he does, but I still don't I mean, know. That he the, has a little bit of a sense of humor. He does yeah, have good sure he, timing. I'm sure he has a sense yeah. of humor, but again, I I think he typically goes comes and, across more straight. Yeah, he comes across more more uh, straight laced, a little bit more serious, and which worked out well in this movie. And I think that's why he played so well against Bob Wiley against Bill Murray's Bob Wiley. So, what's your no, what's your favorite? Collins playing video games. Colin, what are you doing over there? Colin, are you still with <laughs> us? Are you okay? Yeah, Did sorry. We lose you? Dealing with a work outage at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, I was going to say, Colin obviously has quite the good selection of Funkos I behind do. him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they just announced they're releasing What About Bob Funkos. Really? And Bob yep. has a shirt that says, don't hassle me on local. Oh, that's cool. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he Jake, I can't with remember, what was the other one? There was one where he's in his uh, life vest from the That's right. when he's sailing. When he's, when he's sailing. a sailor, I sail I now. Sailed. Ahoy! <laughs> I'm a sailor. I sail now. Isn't this a breakthrough? And he's just walking as quickly as he can. I want that shirt. I want that shirt. I sailed. I'm a sailor. Yes. <laughs> Ahoy! Ahoy. <laughs> I know that everybody's into the Funkos, but I'm more into the Sum Sums. Nice. I'm hit or miss on the Tsum Tsums, but the, that one's those up ones are cute. Those are adorable. Those are very cute. Those are good. And we've got a few Tsum Tsums around. The kids like them. I don't have. I look like I have them on the floor right now. I don't, but the kids have some. <laughs> They're not just laying on your floor right now. <laughs> no, no. I do have. I do well, have this guy the, here. The tide would come in. Aww. Sam G. Yep. I need a Samwise. I need to talk to your wife. She makes all the things I need. I need a Sam. I need one. She made this one and I was like, so there were like nine people in the fellowship. I'm just saying. (laughs) He's the most important. Everyone needs a Sam and I have two. I need that Sam. I'm not going to steal him from you yet. <laughs> but I'm she just saying my birthday's out. in August. My birthday's in August. <laughs> You'll have to call my answering service and we'll see if they'll patch you through. <laughs> well, August, he's going to be on vacation until Labor Day. Can we talk about that? So we have we've got this movie that we're covering this week. Next right. week we're talking about summer rental. Both of these involve families that are going on vacation for like a month. Was this a common thing in the 80s and 90s that people would go on vacation for a month at a time? That's That's what what Europeans do. Europeans go on holidays. Like they go on vacation for like a month at a time and they still get paid. Like I want to go on a vacation for a month at a time, but really only be on vacation with other people for a week. But then the rest of the time on vacation by myself. That sounds perfect. Like, I want a cabin in the woods where I can just be by myself and my family, of course, because I love them and stuff. No, I, I have a hard time even just taking a vacation for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. By the yeah. end of it, I'm just I like... that's the longest I've taken one. So, so while you're yeah. working, you're sitting there going, I need a vacation, I need a vacation, and then you go on a vacation, and then you're like, I got to get back to work. No. I mean, Colin can't even do a podcast episode without... <laughs> 
dealing with work stuff. So I don't know how he could do a vacation. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it doesn't always go well. Let me tell you, the world of IT, kind of the world uh, of IT. <laughs> I've had that before where I'm on vacation and then I get like a text from a boss or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, Hey, did you see this email? No. Cause I was like in line at Disneyland. So mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at my work email. Um, so it, it happens not a lot, but I can't imagine going for a month. Like what are these people that go for multiple weeks at a time on vacation? Like that's I mean, just weird. If to somebody me. wants to do a study and they want to send me on vacation for a month just to see Right, absolutely. I'll go. That's sacrifice. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go to Europe for a month and and see if it can happen and be okay. Right, and to be clear, I'm not anti month long vacation. Right. I just don't know right. how that Who's even that? happens. Yeah, like yeah. who has jobs unless you run have your own company? Who has jobs that lets you off for that long? And how do yeah. you have the money? Like, uh, yeah, I just I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. But that it was just a question that I thought about as I was watching these movies, and I thought, wait a second, that's a long vacation, like from August, beginning of August through Labor Day is a long time. But yeah, he does actually yeah, like practice. On, on the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, they go to whatever, like they go out to this camping place where they don't actually camp, but they go out there for the whole summer. They leave New York for the whole summer to go out there. Like, who does that? Only Do they have people chucked corn there? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Is this freshly shucked? <laughs> it's freshly shucked? That sounds mm. amazing, by the way. Mm. Can somebody freshly shuck me some corn? Because that sounds amazing. That. <laughs> I think it's too early for corn. Isn't corn late summer, early fall? I don't remember. I saw it in the grocery store today. It's, it's available. It, it really gets good at, later in the summer, but yeah. As I so meant, the like the local vacation I ever had was 14 days when I went to Spain. When I yeah. went to France, but I, yeah, but it's like you're, it's like two, three, almost four days of it is flying. You know, like yeah. you, you almost have to if you're going to to Europe or something like that. You've got to take more time because it, of the travel time. Like if you take yeah. only a week off, half your time is going to be getting there, and then you're going to have no time to actually see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I From what I understand, I've never traveled to Europe. <laughs> I took two weeks and went to, to France, and my boss was like, you can never do that again. Like, you cannot be gone that long ever again. <laughs> yeah. <Man. laughs> there are now limits on the time you can come off. <laughs> like, at, at my work, there's not a limit to how much we can take off. It's just how much vacation time have you accrued. But they definitely, if you were to ask for more than a week, like, I took a week and a day off, and they definitely kind of start looking at you a little sideways, like that's a, that's a long, that's a long vacation. Time. Yeah, we're backwards here in the United States. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm, it's very I'm gonna different. Hit, I'm going to hit five if years. Our, five years at my job in June, and I will get three me weeks too, of vacation. High five me. me too. Ooh. High five. June first is my five year anniversary at the radio station being nice. on the air. Oh, five cool. years. That's Five awesome. years on the air. That's awesome, Val. B98.7. Everybody should listen. <laughs> Val and Mike in the morning. I like that she gets top billing, too. It's not Mike and Val. It's Val and Mike. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. again, going back to everything being about me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It wasn't my decision. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> 
but, yeah, but uh, what I, you were I saying about hitting that, five years. Oh, I was just going to say that that'll give me three weeks of vacation. You got to hit, yeah, but that's uh, for the whole year. Ten, oh yeah. Yeah. But again, I can't take more than about a week off at a time. <laughs> yeah. Cause then it's like, well, we, what are we going to do while you're gone for that amount of time? Yeah. Like, I think everybody's willing to help cover for, for me at work for like a week. But if it's longer than that, then it's kind of like, well, that's a long time, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know, but it is you weird. It, I need a job where I can take a month off. That sounds perfect. Yeah. You're not kidding. But I, yeah. I gotta say, people kind of know this when I'm gone for two weeks. Yeah. 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 You're kind of <laughs> half the show. Well, I'm Mike in the morning. Um, can I say See, Colin's like, just waiting for his uh, time and then I'll, he just pounces? I'll, I'll Mike get that if she ever watched Community, but you know, yeah. Oh, so that's what won the poll, by the way. So I have to start watching Community first because Community wait, Community ended up our, winning the poll. Community didn't win. It was a uh, Parks and Rec. I thought it did. Are you sure? Sixteen percent or something like that. Tell her it was. Let me tell her it was check, But I thought it was community. Tell so, her it was community. I'm gonna scroll oh, while you guys. Should have been community. <laughs> so You're here's the one the that thing. released it to the Comic Con people. Of course, they're gonna pick Parks and Rec. <laughs> I love Parks and Rec. It's probably one I of my too. favorite shows. I do too. But I think Val's gonna like Community better. I, I think. I think Val's going to like community better. Why do you think it's, it's a little bit, do you think I'm gonna like it's a little better? bit more biting. It's a little bit mm-hmm. more edgy comedy. Um, whereas parks and rec is just this, and it, it's got some bite to it too, but it's very warm and fuzzy and community is mm-hmm. very sharp and edgy. Well, at I times. Feel like yeah. it, it takes a full season. Are you saying that I'm not warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I walked right into that. No, one. Parks and Rec. Sorry, I'm wrong. Parks and Rec is 65%, communities at 35%. So, Parks and Rec first and then community. Don't yeah, don't thumbs down Parks and Rec. We're really I love Parks and Rec. I do. You thumbs you thumbs down it again and I'm just going to hide you. I'm just going to like <laughs> like boop. Oh, no more Tracy. Tracy. go? Is this some kind of new therapy, Jake? It is. is. This, it's a radical new therapy. therapy. Boom. Disappearance therapy. If you disagree with me, I am going to make you disappear. <laughs> like, it used to, it you've used gone to just power be, I'd say, mad. I used to just say that's fair. Now I just make you disappear. You've that's gone all. power delete mad. You. Delete, 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 delete. Delete me. <laughs> Deleted. Have you gotten a little power hungry with, with being remote now, Jake? Right? Yep. There's no consequences now. You, know, like you have the controls in your hand. Now that he's like one of the head people at Stolen Droids, he thinks he can just do anything. Oh, seriously. That That's true. I'm running a muck. <laughs> as on we the speak. mothership show. A muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. A muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. <laughs> so let's talk about death therapy. This is like when it gets to that point in the show where he's going and you know he's looking for the ways to kill Bob and it takes you a minute to realize that's what he's doing is he's breaking into the store no, right too messy yeah the gun he's like no too messy and then he gets to the arrow not painful enough and I'm thinking that's a pretty painful way like I can't imagine that an arrow feels good when you get shot with it and then he gets the explosive and he's like perfect so I was- and again 
I guess I just have never looked for it, but this has come up on the show before, but apparently you can just go buy explosives at the store. I don't know. Is that a thing? I have no idea. Yeah, I found that out watching Tiger King. Yeah, you can that's go. when it came up before. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, I was talking to my sister today before we came on the air, and I told her we were doing What About Bob? She said she had watched it with her kids who are all grown. They're all in uh, high school and college. And she said they're watching it. When they got to the death therapy part, one of my nieces turned to her and she was like, this got really dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I love how excited he gets when he, when Bob asks him where he's like, you know, Bob, one or two tablespoons of this will blow up an entire stump. Well, how much do I have around me? 20 pounds worth. (laughs) (laughs) He's so excited. And I love how excited. How is this a clean method? His body parts are literally gonna just yeah. How he's is, gonna be all over? How is a gun too messy? But blowing someone up is ah, that's fine. Not that's, you, that's because you fire on top of that, and you're spreading it all over the place. So it's little bits and pieces all over. Little bits and pieces of Bob everywhere throughout the forest. Um, and then I love I, where he's like, "Don't worry about Gil. I'm gonna fatten him up, and then I'm gonna eat him." well and even as he's like as he's tying him up and bob's going through like i wasn't ready for doctor so-and-so and so-and-so and and he's naming all of the therapists that he'd gone through or the analysts that he'd gone through and and he finally stops and dr marvin's like the difference between them and me is i'm gonna kill you bob (laughs) and like throughout all this bob (laughs) still thinks it's therapy doesn't even make it (laughs) and leo's really gonna kill him like it he is So you're Lost. saying I'm tied I'm tied up I'm tied up inside. I'm tied up inside. I've got to release myself. But it's or a I'm gonna explode. Baby steps really up out of the ropes. That's true. He really, baby baby steps untie the ropes and he got out. It was fine. I love he reminds me of Tandy off of The Last Man on Earth. Like Tandy is so yes. clueless. <laughs> if you've seen The Last Man on Earth the main character is so clueless that he just doesn't get it. And right. I, I feel like it's the same, except for, of course, Bill Murray does it a, in a better fashion. But right. yeah. Yeah. Well, I love when he's singing to him, when he comes back to the house, he's like, your death therapy killed me. You genius. <laughs> Leo Marvin, the genius. Your, your death, death therapy, therapy cured me. You genius. <laughs> That is so quintessential Bill Murray. Like that, the way he sings that, it's like nobody else could get that. Yeah, I want to know how much of, this is another movie I want to know, how much of this was scripted and how much of it was like mm-hmm. them just letting Bill Murray do what Bill Murray mm-hmm. does. I'll tell you the one line that I would bet the house on that was improvised is when um, Siggy and Bob are having the sleepover party. And then it, it, Richard Dreyfuss says, I want peace and I want quiet. And Bill Murray says, I'll be quiet. And the kid just kind of pauses for a I second and goes, I'll, I'll be peace. And their <laughs> yeah, reaction, like Bill Murray part. loses it. <laughs> I, I would bet anything that that was an improv line by that kid and slayed Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. and, and the moment, too, because when, when he's standing there with his wife and she's cracking up and he's like dead serious and he's. I've had that moment as a parent where I'm like yelling at the kids and they do something 
stupidly cute like that. And my wife is cracking up. I'm like, they are in trouble. This is not a time to be laughing at them. But I know, I know it's Don't hilarious to too. Like, I, been two or to do it. They're, like we're trying to tell them, like, go to bed, and like we're mad at them or whatever. And they do something stupid, cute like that. And then we have to like cover like our mouths so they don't know. The yeah. No, that wouldn't be fun at all. That. Throwing poop down the oh, stairs? Okay. I, oh my, my kids God. have never oh, done that. So much, so much poop. <laughs> the joys of fatherhood. You know, my favorite. You get, now you got to explain the story. As a father, I, I never thought that I would see so much poop in my life. Even, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's eye opening. <laughs> But yeah, so my my kid decides um, like I'm I'm just working in my office and I smell poop and I'm like, oh, go find your mom; she'll change your diaper. That's my like, favorite. Like Eighteen months old, so he just skips out of my office and then uh, goes down the stairs. And my wife just hears these like little droppings, just falling, and she's she's probably just thinking, oh, he's just throwing a crown or something down the stairs. And then he goes all the way down the stairs uh, to my wife and says, here you go, mommy, and hands her a piece of poop. And at that moment, she's just like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Colin, get up here. <laughs> uh, <immediately>, Colin. <laughs> Dad told me to. Chuck so all over. Poop checker. And there, there are dads out there just thinking, your rookie mistake was just sending him to go find mom. If you just changed his diaper to begin with. Yep. <laughs> Would have been fine. But no. Jake's like, trust me, I've been through these battles. I've been yeah. through the war. Rookie. This, my, my wife has PTSD because he'll, she'll he'll come over and hand her something. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. Guess what's in my hand, mommy? Yeah. <laughs> You don't know. You, it's scary now. Oh my god! <laughs> my so my my youngest is still not potty trained, uh, and he's almost four. He's just taking his time, whatever. But my favorite thing about it is, I'll smell it and I'll be like, "Are you poopy? Did you poop in your pants again?" And he's like, "I don't know." How do you not know? <laughs> how how I don't understand how you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Anyway, this is taking a weird turn. I'm sorry. But. So we've got fun sucker. We've got sanity sucker. We got pop ch- uh, poop chucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to make a comment, but I'll stop. I was going to say oh. something about having all the uppers on the show, but we won't. Um, <laughs> no favorite part about the movie favorite part and what about bob uh i really like to pick uh when he was in uh the uh how oh, what do you call it i want to say asylum Car, house. Uh, and like all the doctors are surrounding him and he just he just oh, said okay roses are red pilots are blue i'm schizophrenic <laughs> And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're the one that keeps drawing the dirty picture. Yeah, I love when he's telling <laughs> that joke. And he's just telling it so casually and comfortably. 
Oh, that doctor asks him, what do you see with this picture? Yeah. Sex. Sex. And then they all start laughing. Sex. Like, I haven't even gotten to the funny part yet. Like, <laughs> it's so well played and so well done. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I kind of wonder if that's another improvised part. Like, I wonder if Bill Murray was just telling jokes. Yeah. And they were just like, just sit here and pretend like you're saying something funny. Okay. And then he actually Drift just. On, yeah. 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 Oh, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Um, I, 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 I love. Go ahead. I, I love the interview part because it just it shows when he's doing the interview, when they come over to his house, it just shows how pretty soon he's going to unravel all the way. Like you mm-hmm. can see at that moment, you can see just all of his sanity, he's trying to hold on to it and he's losing it. And he's the only one that's having a problem with anything. Everyone else is just fine. They don't understand why he's so upset, which is basically what a crazy person feels like, right? Right. And so you kind of Mm -hmm. see in that moment that things are going to turn, you know, and they're going to switch places because he just, you can see him unraveling. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And as soon as he he switches seats and Bob takes, (laughs) you, you just know, like, He's taken my family at this point. He's taken my interview. He's taken my moment to shine. Well, and even when he's driving him, when they're driving to the hospital and they get to the guard tower thing and the guard's like, hey, aren't you Bob Wiley? I saw you on TV this morning. Like that just sums up everything. Like that's the moment where it's all just summed up where he has just taken everything from Leo Martin at that point. And he he's done. He's he's gone over the edge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well i would like to say that baby steps is a very good book and i'm very proud of it <laughs> given that robotic speech and bob is like let me tell you how it's changed my life yeah and I it's only been like a weekend for Two, bob he's only had it. yeah but i love i love at the very beginning when he gets the call from the other from his old uh, analyst or therapist and he's like oh yeah he's a great patient comes on time pays early like whatever and then he hangs up free <laughs> which which echoes what marvin does later after, on in the show yeah. Yeah. yeah when he's dancing around free after he dropped him off at the hospital it's it's so good start to finish um, there are so many moments where i'm like oh i forgot how funny this part was oh yeah i love this part you know just because there is so many great moments um i i think it's one that's definitely holds up i think it's one that you can watch over and over again what uh what grade would you give it tracy we'll start with you and then go to val and then colin we'll let you um i'd probably be like a b plus uh really funny movie holds up really well and I, it's interesting because it's only like an hour and 40 minutes and nowadays it's really hard even with a comedy to find something under two hours so yep. that kind of surprised me. Um, it, I, I'm with what Val said earlier. There's a few things you could kind of tweak, but overall, uh, like a solid B plus, right in that range for me. Yeah, maybe A minus, right. but that's where I'm at. Yeah, no. I give it a solid a solid B B plus um, for me. I think it's uh, the, it's a great timing comedy. Again, it holds up. Um, it's not a movie that I can watch all the time. I kind of put it in the same. 
um, places kind of like Groundhog Day. There are some brilliant things about the film. But there are things about the film that also annoy me, but I think it's supposed to, right? Like yeah. these two characters are annoying. And so I I can't always get into that state of mind. So I can't watch it all the time. But I do think that it's brilliant um, by both Richard Dreyfus and Bill Murray. I think these are two really great roles for them. Um, and yeah, so I think I would say BB plus. What about you, Colin? Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, it's It's not one that I would go and watch over and over again for sure um it's something i'd i'd pick up you know once every couple of years or so um or when i'm just in the mood for it but uh i i think um that the actors were spectacular in it um uh <laughs> you could you could definitely feel um that that strain of emotion uh all the time and uh there's so many things that you can relate to so yeah i would say uh B, B plus. Yeah, I would put it as a solid B plus as well. I think it's just really good. I it's hard for me to put it in the A category just because it is so silly and so over the top that it's hard to put it like for me, like to get an A or even an A minus, it's gotta be somewhat serious. I don't know. But uh B plus, I could watch it over and over again. I really like it a lot. Uh and I think it's definitely worth I, I think it holds up. Check it out if you haven't for a long time. Uh, it's a good laugh. It's a lot of fun. So, well, thank you everybody for joining us today for what about Bob next week. We won't be live, but we will have a video up uh, around this time on Saturday. Uh, we are covering summer rentals. So you have a week to prepare for that. John candy, John candy, 1984, I believe is when the film came out. I so. um, it's one, honestly, uh, Tracy recommended it. I hadn't ever seen it before. Uh, really? So yeah. So I wow. uh, watched it for the first time. So I'll give you kind of my first time reaction to it. But yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. It's another f- fun summer vacation type uh, comedy movie. So uh, join us then. You can find us on Facebook, obviously, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all the places, and you can send feedback to uh, podcasts at movies that make us dot com. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions for the show, any episodes you'd like to see us do, um, we would love to hear about it. Thanks so much for listening, and we won't see you at the movies. Bye, friends. See ya. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.